This is the Journal of Ecology podcast. I'm Scott Chamberlain. As part of a series of interviews at the British Ecological Society meeting in Birmingham, UK that occurred in December 2012, I interviewed Tom Azard about his research presented at the meeting dealing with negative maternal effects. Hello, I'm Tom Ezard, a NERC Advanced Fellow at the University of Southampton, and I study the births and deaths of things, international uh, individuals, species, and how that affects population and diversification. Uh, so, what, what was the um, what was your talk on at the conference? We were interested in non-genetic inheritance, or rather, indirect genetic inheritance. How that uh, can fluctuate depending on environmental situation and why we see positive and negative indirect genetic effects. Mm-hmm. So what was the motivation for the research? We were interested by the massive variety of maternal effect coefficients that we see. So what, if, if mothers know best and mothers can, can help facilitate adaptation to particular environments, we would expect to see a positive maternal effect, so one that goes in the same direction as evolution. And yet, when we observe empirically from both natural and artificial selection experiments, we see a massive range and a lot of negative maternal effects. We wanted to understand why evolution should drive these seemingly counterintuitive results. For um, the people that are less less aware of this area, can you briefly describe uh, maternal effects? So maternal effects are the influence of your mother, specifically, on your development. And that is a classically characterised as a phenotype-to-phenotype path. So she cle- clearly we inherit a lot of genes genetically from our parents, but we also adopt a lot of... the fe- There's a lot of phenotypic transmission, which doesn't go via the genes. It's that additional component, and they're called indirect genetic effects because the maternal phenotype is genotypic genetically determined right. so there's two two paths which we can one via genetic routes and one not so if you could sum up your uh, main findings from the the research what would they be so we show that positive maternal effect coefficients uh, accelerate adaptation to an extraordinary new environment if they facilitate that process of adaptation but once you get to that new environment, once you get to that new equilibrium, negative maternal effects stabilise the phenotype. They actually minimise phenotypic variance within each generation, and that keeps more of the population closer to the optimum, and so increases fitness. And then, kind of larger scale message of that is the importance of estimating the effects on the mean and the variance in quantitative genetic approaches. Is this a, is this a relatively new finding? Is this I think there's a, there's a drive to consider the importance of variance. I think that's a new area. There's a uh, quantitative genetic meeting in Edinburgh at the start of the year, and one of their big questions for the year was, how does variance matter? I think our expectation has been that positive maternal effects are what we'd expect to see. That's, that's, a, that's an old thing. Yeah. And yet there's all these ca- seemingly counterintuitive examples of why we see neg- or why, why, why are there negative maternal effects? Why do, we, why do we record so many of these counterintuitive examples in a variety of species? And 
our finding is new and that it gives an explanation on a theoretical basis for why we see such a variety and how an additive genetic component, phenotypic plasticity and maternal effects all combine to shape selective pressure. And ours is the first model that's looked at those two non or indirect genetic mechanisms for rapid adaptation. Why are these um, research findings important? I think they, they look at the interaction, the interplay between different modes of rapid adaptation. Everyone's uh, happy with have, well, relatively happy with the idea of phenotypic plasticity, the idea that one genotype can produce different types of phenotypes under different environmental stimuli. And we're also happy with the idea that our mothers influence us in some way through their behaviour, through their uh, physiological condition. And there's loads of experiments, and loads of really great experiments that show different components of that. Very hard to control for those two mechanisms of rapid adaptation in experimental conditions. Mm. And that's why it lends itself neatly to a theoretical study. And if it wasn't for the... Uh, interdisciplinary research team that I was involved in, so in, including mathematicians from Exeter and Surrey with biologists from the University of Cambridge and anthropologists from the Institute of Child Health at UCL. I don't think all of this would, be, would have been put together. We have been speaking with Tom Mazard of the University of Southampton for the Journal of Ecology podcast. I'm Scott Chamberlain.